0: Welcome to the Pack is Back Podcast, brought to you by the Seawolf for Life Foundation, Synergy Capital Solutions, and Proudmouth. In this podcast, we will provide regular updates on what is happening, what's to come, and how alumni players continue to support community,
1: connections, and contributions. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Pack is Back Podcast. I am your host, David Valliere, and super excited about our guests today. This is probably the first time in in well over 20 years I've been in an all-chugiac conversation, so super excited to have Coach Matt Shazby back as well as Coach Rodney Wild. Boys, welcome.
0: Yeah, thanks, Dave. It's wonderful to be here.
1: Yeah, looking forward to talking to you, Coach Wild, here in just a second. I want to get some updates from Coach Shazby. Shaz, fill us in. What's going on in your world these days? Season's over, but it's not over for you. Fill us in.
2: Right, yeah, I mean, Having these weekends free has has been a been a weird experience. When I can come home and wake up on a Saturday morning, and my wife's like, "What are you still doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> so it's been been a little bit of different, getting used to that. But it's it's definitely been nice to uh, things to slow down after kind of a whirlwind twelve months from getting the job to building a team and all the stuff that went into it, and then playing the season. But my staff is in a pretty good spot where we feel like in a good spot heading into this portal season. Uh, there's been over 200 guys that have gone into the transfer portal, uh, and so we're we're looking to f- kind of add our final two pieces to our puzzle from there. A couple defensemen is what we're looking for mainly. Uh, obviously, if, if forward an elite forward comes becomes available and he's w- willing and wanting to come to Alaska, we'd we'd love to have him. But uh, our f- main focus right now is finishing the final two pieces of our team. Uh, we're really excited about what we were able to accumulate coming in as our freshman class. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you go through a season, you learn so much, you learn so much about your players. Uh, and then you just start playing the very best hockey of the year. And then the season ends. And now it's kind of like our staff is is even more excited than ever, because we know what we have now in that locker room. Uh, and we know what we're adding to it. And we just, we can't wait for uh, next August to come and get these guys back on campus and and get going for year two, but you know it was it was a heck of a ride, and we've recapped a little bit on previous episodes. But I've had a lot of time here these last couple of weeks to really reflect, and just incredibly proud of the guys in that locker room, and uh, excited about setting up our first meeting with with Cooper about the mentorship program, and him and uh, him and Spoons are going to launch that here probably next week. Get those grad guys dialed in, and for life after after college hockey and. Uh, really excited about that, and then a couple other pieces for us is just continuing the community service here, uh, running some weekend skills camps for all kids in hockey, welcoming all kids of all abilities just to get them on the ice and working with our players, uh, and you know, and, and just also continuing to uh, work on the business side of things, continuing to look for sponsorships that want to support the program got the official blueprint of the layout of the new bleachers for next year we're going to take out the old uh, wooden bleacher system that we have install a new state-of-the-art bleachers with the top three rows being seat backs wider stairs actually have stair rails so people aren't tumbling down the stairs as they head down to their seat as well as a couple other nice upgrades just for next year within our building and then Working on the master plans for the new facility and just finding the funds to get the project launched and to finalize, get a business feasibility study done. That's going to take a couple months just to add to the package that we can then go start parading around and presenting to members of our community and members from the outside that might potentially want to build a a new state of the art hockey rink here in the city of Anchorage. Even though the season's done, got a lot of little projects that I'm working on and excited about and can't wait for uh, can't wait for the, the progress that's gonna take place this summer. So
1: yeah, I'm just thinking about what you're saying there and and reflecting back to some of these early stage conversations before you even had a team on the ice. And the ball is definitely rolling here, which is exciting. Uh, exciting to see the team back and, you know, some of the excitement that's that's going on there in the community. And, uh, and like you said, the, the mentorship program we're working on had both Cooper and spoons on and looking forward to having them back on. And we're actually going to do a, uh, uh, like a webcast on the mentorship program, but I want to keep you in the conversation here for just a second. As we talk about mentors um, coach, Rodney Wild. Chugiak boy. Choo, 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 was was a mentor for both of us. You know, I know he was kind of early stages of of coaching when I was around. It's been that long. But uh, he he was a mentor for you as well. Talk to me a little bit about your experience with with Coach Rodney before I I bring him on.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can I have very clear vivid memories of when Coach started there at Chugiak and and was, you know, walking into the classroom every day and Talking about that terrible curse he has that he gets better looking every day. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was it was something that as a young kid and, and kind of you know there's there's role models in your life and there's people that really make impacts and, and you remember. Uh, and, and coach was one of those guys that showed up. He's being an alumni from UAA and, and being a teacher and being a coach. It's it's pretty much what I turned into. Uh, was was uh, somebody that. I wanted to give back to the community, share the game, be in the classroom, work with kids. Uh, When you kind of look back on it and you you really look at the the people that kind of your vision of what life you wanted to have is is coach wild's one of those guys. And now, you know, that's when I was in high school in 1998, 1997 uh, when he was coaching. And now it's 2023 and he's still winning state championships and, and leading the Chudiak Mustangs to seasons like they've never had before. And, I think when people look back and, and look at the people that really made impacts on the, the hockey community of Anchorage and the youth of Anchorage, uh, there's not many that are going to be able to be on the podium with Coach Wild. It's it's pretty impressive that what he's been able to accomplish for for as long as he's been doing it and, and still doing it at such a high level and making an incredible impact on those students there at Yak as well as the hockey players throughout our community. Uh, he's he's definitely somebody that's made a big impact on me. And, and I'll always appreciate the time that I had with him and, and continue to have conversations with him. So.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, coach, let's bring you on. I want to hear about how you're doing. I want, not all of our listeners, right. Have the connection that you and I have, or you and coach Shazby have, not everybody was fortunate enough to, to stroll through the halls of, of Chugiak high school. So first of all, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to have you. Let's kind of start near term and then we'll we'll walk backwards because a big championship recently. Tell us about that. Let's start there.
0: Yeah. Thanks, David. And, and Chaz, thanks for those kind words too. It, you know, it's, it's, you know, as a, as a teacher and, and as a coach, sometimes I think we, you know, we lose sight of sometimes the, the impact that, that we have on, on, you know, our kids and, and you, and you're doing the same thing and have done the same thing. And, and, uh, so when you hear those things, it just it reminds you of the, the importance. I think of what we do and, and why we do it. Right? It's not just about it's not just about the wins. Right? It's 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 mm-hmm. about it's about character and having impact and, and and caring about these kids and making sure they know that. Mm-hmm. So again, thanks for those kind words, Jess. So uh, yeah, David, your uh, to answer your question was I, this is the first time in in my this this is my twenty twenty fourth year as head coach. And I've, I've never had an undefeated season before. And it's like, you know, every, every, every game you go into, you keep expecting the shoe to drop, right? Like <laughs> this is going to be the game. This is going to be the game. But, but uh, we were fortunate enough to get through the whole year and, and, and win that last game. And, and the funny thing is that, that, that last game we played West and Rob Larky, you mentioned earlier before we, we came on yeah, as uh, head coach at West high school and, and Lark's, and I were at UA about the same time together. We played high school hockey against each other. He he went to West and I was coaching at West. And then, uh, you know, me at Chugiak and coaching at, at Chugiak was was kind of a a fun thing for sure.
1: Yeah. And I'm just listening to you. And, and sorry for listeners, I'm going to do a little stroll down memory, memory lane here with Chugiak. I can't not do it. Apologies in advance. But talking about some of the things that you and Shazby were just talking about, and, you know, I'm reflective of my time there it has very at least since i've been there and i'm hearing you reiterate this a culture developing quality human beings is is you know what i took away from my time with with you and coach bronis and coach locher and, and the guys that were pouring into young people like me it's really encouraging to hear that that culture is still alive and well there at you again
0: yeah. And I'm, and I'm glad you you made that observation Dave, because that's from the beginning, that was always my goal was to not introduce a new culture. I didn't need to, the culture was already there, you know, and yeah. certainly, certainly the winning culture was there, but also again, just of, of character and what's acceptable, what's not acceptable standards yeah. of behavior, things of that nature. And so I, I didn't try to do anything new. I just wanted to make sure that we continue to do what coach B has already did coach Riki coach Losher. There was no, there's no need to change. And so I've, I've been, I'm very proud of the fact that I think we've done a good job here. Not just me, but the, my staff. And, and something to speak to about our program too, Dave and, and Chaz. And the uh, the 24 years I've been here, I've had two coaches and they didn't last very long who were not Chugach Mustang alumni. Every one of my assistant coaches in the last 24 years with exception two guys who lasted maybe a year played for us. And so wow. it's, you know, and not... I, I don't think a lot of high school hockey programs can make that claim.
1: Yeah. No, that's incredible. That's incredible. All right. I have one last thought about Chugach, and then I'm going to move us along because at some point I want to talk to coach Bronis on here, but I, my freshman year, I wanted to make varsity so badly, not really because I wanted to make varsity. I just didn't want to have to go run that hill with coach Losher ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Know that well. Oh my gosh! I was so glad watching those guys doing it. I'm like, oh, I'll be inside. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, boys, but I'm not Um, really okay. Let's transition. (laughs) So, a lot of our listeners don't know you, certainly not as well as as uh, we do. But talk to us about where you grew up, how you grew up, and and bring us on how you (laughs) landed at UAA. Talk to us about that.
0: Yeah. So I I was I was born in Saskatchewan. And then, uh, my dad got a, a job on the American side of the, the North slope. And this is back in the early mid sixties. And so green cards were pretty easy to get back then. And so he packed me and, and my mom and our dog. And we came up to Alaska and the first place we lived was right off the Kenai river in Soldatna in a trailer park. And then we moved across the inlet till I was about six or seven years old. And back then my dad would make a, a, a rink for us in the back and we had pawns to skate on and then we came to move to Chugach when I was about 7 I guess and uh been living in this area pretty much my whole life I left of course to go went to San Diego State for graduate school in University of Minnesota to get my PhD but other than that we've always lived here and in fact I built my house right across the street from my folks which is wow. which is fantastic yeah wow. so so yeah, that's I mean, i have always been in this area. And the way I ended up at UAA was I got a, a letter from Brush, my senior year, saying we're really interested in having you play for us. Within two days, I think I was knocking on his door there at UAA and had a conversation. And next thing I know, next fall, that's where I'm at.
1: Wow. That's totally a different recruiting story than <laughs> than you hear nowadays, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a letter and I went for a meeting. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's wonderful. Wow. Okay. And so talk to me about what, what'd you say? Let's talk about some of your favorite stories from UAA. Obviously PG oh. stories. I've had too many guys that are, ah, these great stories. I can't really tell you much cause they're, <laughs> but yeah. Tell us your favorite takeaways, your favorite experiences, some of your favorite memories.
0: I always enjoyed when after practice, usually Mark Knuckleby, Knuckleby Knucks would get off the ice first and he'd wait around the corner for Timmy Molly to get off. And then, and Molly knew it was coming most of the time that he'd round the corner and Knucks would jump him and they would have a pretty good tilt every once in a while right outside the locker room. That was always a good memory. I always enjoyed that. There's a lot of Joe Clyde stories out there that I probably can't get into. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what else? I, the uh, the when uh, my first roommates was was Mark Knuckleby and uh, Mike Bjork, and there was somebody else there too. But but I used to play around with like nunchucks and things of that nature just to be weird. I think, and uh, Nux took them away from me and then threw flour in my face to blind me, and beat me up pretty good. in, our, in our... <laughs> there was that's that's a that's a story. But yeah, there's I mean there's I guess you can keep going down the, the list. There's there's but, but again the ones you can actually share are fewer than the ones I can't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the case, right? Yeah. Uh, things like nickel beers at Gussie Lemoore's and Dime Drinks at at uh, Swiftwater Bill's.
1: Classic, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it's always the case it's like hey if you take me off air I've got a, an hour of stories to yeah, tell exactly. you exactly you put me on the spot I've got like four minutes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I haven't had Molly or Knuckleby on I want to get them on oh, it sounds but, like those two were a couple of characters
0: oh my God yes yeah they were they were they were fun and and, and both incredibly successful after
1: after hockey and both firemen for forever Years so. Yeah, and, and Molly's got two boys that played at a high level as well, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get get him on. So, tell us about your family.
0: Oh, it's been uh, been married for thirty years to the same beautiful woman, Betsy. We had four kids together, and uh, our house is now empty. Our our youngest, Talon, is uh, is twenty, and he's he joined the army last year. When he was 19, and is deployed to Poland, he left like two weeks ago. So he's there for nine nine months. So we uh, we don't get a chance to talk to him much. There's a, a special app that we're supposed to use to send text and 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 call him. It's it's encrypted both ways so that the bad guys don't hear us talking. I guess so. Uh, yeah, and then I got a couple couple daughters. Lena's um, 20. She'll be 24, 23, 24 here in a in a few weeks. And uh, she's living in town with her grandma. And my uh, daughter Miranda's got two kids of her own, so we got two grandkids. And they don't live too far away, so we get to see them pretty often. Little little boy, three year old boy, and a and a little over a year old girl. And then our oldest son Brian, we lost seven years ago. He was a, a commercial pilot. And so yeah, there's our four kids. Brian.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah.
0: sorry. I didn't know that. Well, it was it was uh, you know when we lost him, it was it was you know we go back to again to to the brotherhood of of alumni, the, the the guys who reached out to me who I hadn't you know talked to in years, yeah, and 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 some some guy I never played with like they were well after me, and mm-hmm. just uh, sending texts and flowers and phone calls and it was uh, it was just it was fantastic and heartwarming.
1: Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, thanks. You know, it it actually just brings up one of the reasons why we're doing this is just to stay connected you know oh, absolutely. I'm down here in Florida and I had no idea and I'm sure guys that are listening uh that played with you are, are probably in the same position that just didn't know
0: yeah yeah and uh Clint Moffie, you know lost uh, lost one of his kids about 4 years ago I guess wow so it, it wow. you know it's it's it's, it's a, a bad thing and but it's you know it's it's not it's not like like we're the only people that have had loss and so
1: yeah yeah, no, that's well. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, I wish I would have known. I would have reached out. Uh, Not about it. Um, so let's talk about. I know you can't say much about your your son that's over in Poland. That's pretty interesting experience. Was he just sort of a last minute addition? Was this something he was looking forward to for a long time? Yeah. So, so
0: timing was was really odd. So we're uh, we're in uh, Texas. Um, he's going to a going to main camp, makes the team, and he got in the car. He's smiling, happy, excited, talking about because he he played in the in the North American League for Fairbanks for a couple of games, and so he okay. decided he wasn't a rookie, but I mean, they were trying to tell him he had to do the go to the rookie thing, and so he was laughing about that, and all of a sudden he just stopped, and he turned to me and goes, "Dad, I just made a decision. I'm quitting hockey and joining the army." And I said, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Do <laughs> and and I always knew that since he was twelve that he was going to join the military in some at some point in time. I just didn't know it was going to be, you know, and he was nineteen years old at deciding at a when he went at a junior camp. But incredibly proud of him, and it was. And to this day, he sometimes wonders, or I did I make the right decision, but I, I think he did. I think he's he's where he wants to be. And you know, when I talked to him last, he, you could just hear him smile over the phone in terms of. Uh, being over there and doing what and that's why he signed up was to was to go somewhere like that not to sign up and stay stateside not do anything so
1: yeah well that you know what that's really all you want from your for your kids right to hear Absolutely. that smile and just to see them like really embracing life
0: yeah yeah and and both my girls are the same way they're 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 in good places and, and love what they're doing and-
1: tell us what they're doing what are they up to
0: so uh so Miranda's got a, a daycare thing that she's running up out of her home that keeps her more than more than busy with her two of her own kids. And then her and her husband works I think it's 2 and 2 and 3 and 3. I think it's 3 and 3 up on the slope. Okay. And then uh Lena just got her aesthetician. As, I always struggle with pronouncing that
1: word. <laughs> aesthetician?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. L- there life. it is. She's trying to start her own business doing that and that's been uh, fun watching her go through the 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 learning curve of what it means to, to start and run a business. Young people always think that, that by owning my own business, I'll work less. (laughs) (laughs) You just don't get it. It
1: doesn't work that way.
0: You want to work less work for somebody else.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's the truth. That is the truth. Oh my goodness. Well, listen, so I, I want to bring you into the mentorship program. I mean, I think that we need good people like you, that if we have a a future, uh, and sorry for calling you out on air, but I already know the answer you're going to give. We need good people to say, hey, you want to go into education, Like, you need to have a conversation with Coach Weil. And uh, that's part of our goal here. One One of many goals, right? Reconnect our fraternity across different age groups, but also help the future generation and you're already doing that. You've helped myself and you've helped, helped Chasby and so many other young men get on the right path. We are super grateful and and want to pull you onto the team there.
0: Fantastic. You want to just, this, this, this thought just flashed in my head, David, but there's, okay. there's a memory I have. We were, uh, we were doing hockey school in the, in the skills clinic. And that, I think this was at Dempsey, if I recall correctly, and you and I were working together on a station and I was struggling to pronounce your last name. Do you remember that story at all? Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm saying, watch us, Coach Valley. <laughs> Start coughing. <laughs> you can't even pronounce my name.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was, that was yeah. years ago. It's amazing how time flies. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's interesting is, like, I, I do some work with youth down here, um, just skill development work, and the foundations of what I'm teaching came straight out of Skills Clinic what I learned from coach Bronis and coach McDonald and you, and like we were starting at such a young age. I think I was probably like 16 years old at that time, but to have the foundation of sometimes the best way to learn is to teach.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So that's really interesting that you remember that. That's pretty cool. I also remember
0: the conversation I had with Chaz and Will Magnuson when they were, uh, when they were freshmen, and it was off the ice and i mentioned i think it was down by the zam zam door and i don't know what the conversation was, but I, they were i don't know if they just weren't working hard what it was but i told them you you guys are both going to be great great hockey players and they both kind of looked i think i don't know if it was shaz or if it was will looking like, with this look like really you think we're gonna be great hockey players yeah. <laughs> said, yeah. yes and of course they both went on to achieve
1: great things in hockey. Yeah, that's super cool. And you, you know, I, I think that the power you have as an educator, right? This, this, the ability to speak life into somebody is huge. And uh, you know, I don't know if you knew this or not. My, my first degree was in education. I was, I was heading down that track in many respects because I saw people like you and losher and Bronest making a coach McDonald. Like I can't not mention him, right? Yeah, he made a yeah. huge. Yeah. These guys, you guys all made such huge impact on not just me, but our generation of, of Chuyek kids coming through who didn't have a clue what it was like to be a good human being and a good citizen and and just wanted to play hockey. <laughs> right. And right. then, you know, you guys said, all right, come on, let me show you what to do here. Hockey's fine, but it's not going to last forever. Here's what you got to do.
0: And yeah, I remember Coach B used to put something on the board too at the beginning of the year, the the, the, the priorities in life. Do you remember seeing that? Shaz, maybe you do. It was I don't uh, remember that. Something like like in order was like God country family hockey, something like that. Sounds like B. Something <laughs> like that, but, but hockey was at the bottom. I think it was, yeah, and of course school was in there somewhere too. I forget where school was, but school right. might have been above hockey. It might have been yeah. God family nation or god nation
1: family, something like that, and then yeah, school and then hockey. Yeah, that sounds like Coach Pranus. Yeah, yeah. Shaz, did you have Coach Pranus at all?
2: I didn't. Ricky took over my freshman year.
1: Oh okay, okay.
2: Coach B won a state championship, and I think just walked off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: uh, I re- first, I that's the first being, time I ever saw him cry when he won that first <laughs> state championship. Three, three champions in four four years, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
2: re- I remember being at the Sullivan Arena after they won, and he was the old under underneath there at the Sullivan Arena. I remember him walking from the locker room and I was standing there with my dad and I was an eighth grader and he comes walking out and walking by. And my dad looks at him and he's like, I got one more for you coming your way. And he goes, I'm out.
1: <laughs> That's like, his well, delivery. This too. Like,
2: this was like 20 minutes after winning a state tournament. He's like, Nope, I'm done. I'm out. That's it. <laughs> just walk, just, just walk oh. over by us.
1: Oh, I love that guy. I can't wait to get him on. I hope I can. Yeah. He's a treat, isn't he?
2: <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah,
0: yeah. I saw him at the state tournament this last year too. He showed up a couple of games dressed up in his Carhartt overalls and funny boots. Work, work, yeah, boot, work, boot.
1: Yep. Nothing changes, nothing yeah. changes. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of comfort in that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, coach, listen, we're running at the end of our time, but I'm just so grateful that you could and for listeners he carved out time in between classes. So I just really appreciate this and congratulations, not only for the win, but just the huge impact you're making on young people's lives. We're, we're super grateful.
0: Well, thank you, David, for having me on and and it's a pleasure to connect with you. And, and it's most I've talked to Shaz in probably several years as well, just in this short period of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we love you, coach. All right. Love we're, you both.
0: You guys have a great grateful. rest. I get to go, uh, lecture a gross domestic product here. So I'm super excited.
1: Uh, oh, nice. Awesome. Nice.
0: And I'm not, I, love it. I actually, I actually the, the, the two classes I've got this year, world history and, and econ econ is by far my favorite class by far. we really? teach econ all day. So
1: I love it. I love about, it. Like, we'll go have fun.
0: Gross domestic products. Pretty exciting for an There old you guy. go.
1: There you go. All <laughs> right. We'll go have fun. Thanks so much. <laughs> all right, boys. Take care. Thanks. Thanks coach and for listeners thank you so much sorry for the the sort of fragmented conversation today but coach had to jump to another class and we're just so grateful that we have the opportunity to pull him in and have some of these conversations and we mentioned a bunch about the mentorship call more to come on that we do want to pull good good guys in that are willing to help out and uh, so with that I, i wish you well and i thank you so much for listening and we'll we'll see you next time
0: Thank you for listening to the Pack is Back podcast. If you enjoyed this episode,
2: we encourage you to follow the show and share it with your friends and family.